This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Here we are recording. Check one, two, three. Okay. <laughs> I think it's not like what? All right, start off. <laughs> Here we are recording. Check one, two. Uh, yeah. Hey, Josh, how yep. are you? Oh, Justin, I'm great. How are you? It's it, been, it, it you know, is, it's been. It's been a week. Um, another week here on this earth. Um, I mean, that's as, as far as it goes. I mean, we're just here recording talking about video games because this is the pretty okay gamers podcast and this is the pretty okay gamers podcast yeah i yeah and yeah it is yeah. it is last time i checked it was and last time i checked we're on episode 74 so yeah i mean every time i feel like it's the new bit that every time we mention the episode number i have to go man has it really been 74 episodes i was like just going to be i was just gonna start stating obvious facts like every episode increments by one so next week we're going to be on 75 and then there's going to be a great surprise when the following week it's 76 so um, wow yeah that's true i guess that's counting now that we've bored everybody <laughs> and taught common core math um <laughs> no no that's it, not common core math. common core <laughs> math is what number is between six and seven <laughs> and guess take uh, any guess you want six and seven and any answer is okay any answer in between there is fine. And we'll give you an A. Anyways, uh, now that we've totally just got probably lost all, everybody, um, uh, let's just jump right into follow-up, I guess. Um, follow-up. Let's, let's follow up. So um, I guess that means collecting corner is our first follow-up, right? I guess, sort of. Collecting corner with a K. Yes. Yes. Do you have any? I should no, say. No, yes. Do you have is. any follow-up before we jump into the typical shindig no uh yes. no i don't i think i think that's it let's do collecting corner with a k <laughs> okay so now that we've grace gracefully moved into this transition of collecting corner uh this week and change has been pretty exciting sort of um really i just picked up two games that are, i wouldn't call it collecting it's more like i just picked up the games that i wanted to play that was dragon quest 11 so i'm super excited about playing that um, I loaded that bad boy up just to make sure that my demo would my demo save spot would transfer and it boy did it ever. So That's awesome. It was like seamless. I was thoroughly impressed because it's like, did you want to, hey, we noticed that there's a demo file here. Would you like to start from that demo file? And I said, uh yeah, duh, let's do it. Did so. Clippy pop up and say, We noticed you have a demo save. <laughs> no. Did Clip, you want to use this? Clippy is <laughs> dead. He's no longer alive. Um, no, but it was pretty nice. And then it did the whole, hey, this is what happened so far. So I, I love that. Um, I love that part about that game. Yeah. That saved me a couple of times. I, I will admit. Where yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. 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 And it's nice. I really wish more games would do that. Like, yeah. Um, what else? And then I did get uh, final fantasy 10 and 10 2 HD remake or remaster. Sorry. Um, so I'm excited to play that too as well. Um, uh, long, 
the whole process of getting that game was interesting. Um, I'm 100% sure it was resealed. And I asked the guy point blank. It was like, uh, listen, did you say factory sealed? And he's like, sure is. And I'm like, sure ain't. Because unless the factory <laughs> was blind when they were trying to, when and the machine decided yeah. not to like do this, there's no way. But everything inside worked, so I couldn't complain, and the codes were still valid. Now, if the codes weren't valid, I was going to get really pissed. <laughs> so um, that was that. I decided to use eBay because I wanted to try it out to buy a uh, a, a new <laughs> game on eBay just to see if there was any difference. And Oh, I didn't know you got it from eBay. Yeah. yeah. That's not new. <laughs> yeah. So I was curious just to try it out because I figured why not. Um, and it was only $31, so it wasn't like the end of the world. So, uh, now I have it. Um, and then my favorite thing came in, <laughs> probably the, my most favorite thing I've bought so far, and I can't even read it or really play it in English. Uh, I was able to pick up a pretty good condition, uh, Pocket Monsters Green, so, which is just Pokemon, but, uh, in Japanese and it, it's awesome I had a huge wave of nostalgia as soon as I plugged it or put it in the cartridge in and fired up the good old Game Boy Color. Um, and uh, it, it literally, I don't know how to explain it, but I couldn't, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was just pressing buttons because I didn't, couldn't read any of the text. But uh, there was a game saved fi- uh, save file where they had all the badges. <laughs> so I was like trying to see the different names of the Pokemon. It was pretty cool. So. But yeah, congratulations! It, you now have green. I have green. I've never had it, so cool. I guess my life is complete. <laughs> um, but it it is something I eventually want to try and play somehow, even though obviously I don't speak Japanese. But I think it would be kind of a cool challenge to try and play through the game entirely um, with that in mind. Although I I think it's going to prove rather difficult, <laughs> especially because. How am I going to know what move is what? So exactly, Google Seems Translate. Seems like an uphill battle. Yeah, I think it is. Maybe who knows? But I think for me, this is like a, a pure collecting thing. I thought about getting one in box, but I was like, I can't. I'm not going to buy something that I can't play and preserve the the box. So um, yeah, it's cool. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, I'm in two weeks. I will be picking up a GameCube. I'm really excited about. Um, I'm getting some dust covers that somebody 3D printed for me. And I'll be dropping off that game to you so you guys can have it um, the, and possibly something else. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited in the next two weeks because I could, and I want to jinx it. I was a surprise to you, but I could be getting an N64, but I don't know. So I'm waiting. So, yeah. Yeah? Where you, uh, where'd you pick that up? Uh, so, funny story, again, one of these, like, Hey, I saw that thing on your shelf the other day on our conference call. Um, I might have a blanky blank. You want it? Because it, it's, it's just sitting in my thing. I'm like, well, how much you want for it? He's like, I'll just give it to you. I'm like, wait, hold on. Do you, I can't, I can't, ju- I can't, in good conscience, I can't take this unless you see the price that they are going for right now before you make that decision. He's like, yeah, I don't care. Nice. I'm like, okay, fine. That's, I'm, I'm, to be honest, Josh, I'm not getting my hopes up. I don't, I'm, um, he says he has to go unpack it cause he moved recently. Uh, so he has to go find it. If he doesn't find it, I'm not going to be upset cause I'm not trying to get myself, you know, excited about it. So, um, but if that's the case, you could hate me even more. So, 
I will. It's fine. <laughs> That's I, good, though. I told him it's I was going to give him money, too. He's like, no, I'm like, I'm seriously, you don't realize that you were missing out at least on $80 if it's in good condition, at least. Just the console itself, not even the controllers. The controllers are like $40 in good condition, so. <sighs> That's freaking insane. This market's insane. But uh, other than that, that's that's it for collecting corner. With I a guess. K. With a K. <laughs> we cannot forget it's with a K. You've had but news every week, so that's exciting. It's been a nice little uh, uh, corner with a K. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> I think slowly and slowly I'm realizing that this is – I thought I was going to just kind of do this casually, and which I guess it still is. I'm not – I'm really not spending a lot of money, and things are just happening and then it's a lot of like setting up time to get it eventually and budgeting it. But um, it's starting to turn into more than I thought it would, which is good in a good in a good way and in a strategic way, which as as you know I like to do. I want to make sure I get as much as I can, best bang for the buck. Because uh, when I do walk, what's the, what's the saying? Uh, when I walk, my wallet squeaks. Is that is that when you're cheap? I, I've never heard that before. Someone said that. <laughs> I don't remember. It's like, my, I'm so cheap, my, my wallet squeaks when I walk or something like that. I don't know. Anyways, enough chit-chat about that. Let's talk about games that we're playing this week, and let's start with you. Games that we're playing this week, um, pretty much unchanged. Uh, Witcher 3. <laughs> I've been playing some Witcher 3. So exciting. Yeah, super, super exciting. Everybody loves The Witcher 3, so, you know, been playing it. I did actually play it directly on my pc uh yesterday or today or all the days are the same justin anyway i played it on my pc with my awesome monitor and everything plugged in and it is so fun to play i keep forgetting you have that monitor (laughs) yeah yeah so you know it's been nice to work on (laughs) that's all i do with it is work okay so Uh, i played that and that was great and the witcher 3 is fun I, i like that game i enjoy it it's fun to just ride around and do stuff but everybody knows that i also played dragon quest 11 you talked about just picking it up i'm super super excited for you because oh my goodness joshua i'm super excited for you Keep because that game is really really good um as we have said many times i feel like we're just saying that every week but it is awesome and i have made some progress in it now and um some more additional progress and it's wonderful love that game you talking about zelda has Made me play more Zelda. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's never a bad thing. I love Zelda. I Every time I go back to it, I'm like, man, I love these games so much. They are so uh, good. Ocarina of Time, I've been playing that on my 3DS, on uh, the 3D version. It is one of the greatest games ever created, so it's fun. And, I, you know, I've been playing the Master Quest, which I've never played through. And um, I'm rediscovering that wonderful feeling the first time playing it where you're just making progress through dungeons and solving puzzles and ah it's so good so good um love that game can't wait for you to play that game uh last of us 2 of course i can't stop playing that game that game is just stuck in my craw and i love it have you beaten the point oh whatever it is the 2.0 or plus uh, playthrough yet (laughs) no yes i have not finished the uh new game plus game yet that's what i'm playing right now but i am uh, I, I'm a quarter, of the, maybe more than a quarter of the way through now and just having fun with the combat and just enjoying it so much. So love that game. Love it. Um, and then I did play a little bit of Minish Cap, yes. Legend of Zelda Minish Cap on my pocket go. Great game. Um, you know, it's weird cause the handheld games were 
Several of them were made by other companies. Like yeah, you Nintendo, could definitely tell. Yeah, doled it out to other companies, but still, even even still, the formula is still there. It's still a very much Zelda game, so it's great. That's a great game. You'll and, be uh, surprised to know that Minish Cap is an expensive retro game right now, and I, I'm using that in loose terms. Retro, that game is stupid expensive to find. Cartridge. It's funny because you can get it on the Wii U for like seven dollars. Yeah, it's, it's these are instances where like literally it's almost cheaper to buy a Wii or a Wii U and then the game for the seven dollars or whatever it is, than to buy the cartridge, original cartridge itself. Why? Because reasons. But it's it's well, insane. it looks great on the Pocket Go. So that's well, the best and part. And that's the thing is that it looked when you sent me the screenshot or the picture of it. I was amazed. I'm like, dang it! I now I that's got to be on the list too, and that sparked the whole. I need to collect <laughs> as many Zelda games as possible, yeah. which is always you never need to a bad. Play, thing. play as well, many Zelda no, games. Yeah, that's as the point. They're it was so like, wonderful. I, I should. They're re- all wonderful. I should reiterate is that when I'm saying collecting, is that my all intention is to play every single one that I get, whether it's now or 40 years from now on systems that hopefully still work. Um, so, which they should. As long as we don't get we have some follow from last time because we talked about Zelda games and I mentioned some of the ones that I'm not a super fan of and somebody actually followed up with me afterwards and talk, was kind of scolding me for Wait. <laughs> not liking Twilight Princess or liking Skyward Sword, which I don't think they like Skyward Sword oh. either. But um, Twilight Princess, it's not that it was a bad Zelda. It's a very good Zelda. It just, it came at a time when I had lost some interest in Zelda and it wasn't doing anything new other than you can turn into a wolf. And I just wasn't, wasn't in the mood for a gimmick. Like my favorite thing to do in Zelda is sword fight. So then spending what, I don't know, three quarters of the game as a wolf and not having a sword was like, yeah, I I get what you're doing here, but still, but still it's a great, great Zelda. And the best part about Twilight Princess is that it is a very dark Zelda. So yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, and it's that's really cool. I like that part about it. And, you know, both figuratively and literally, it's a Dark Zelda. I mean, hence the name Twilight Princess. You spend time in the twilight. But still, it's very uh, apocalyptic in ways, and Zelda's very different, and it takes a different take. Um, great great game. I just it, I don't think it clicked with me because I just have specific tastes in Zelda games. And then also, I don't know, I just wasn't into the Wii at the time when I played it. So, yeah. And then Skyward Sword, I just passed up completely. I was like, I just, after Twilight Princess, I was just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm playing other things. Let me play the, some other stuff. The, and what's crazy, <laughs> these are games that I've never, uh, Zelda, uh, Zelda games that I've never heard of until within the last couple of years. So, oh, like, yeah. Mainly yeah. because I dropped off right away and I played all the shooty, shooty, shooty games. So, yeah, they were, um, I don't want to say lesser known because they're not, especially among Zelda, uh, Zelda and Nintendo people. But, I, I don't feel like they had the um, fame that maybe a Breath of the Wild or Ocarina of Time had. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, they, they they were still very good in their own right. And some even say that um, Skyward Sword is one of the best because it has the one-to-one sword swinging from the Wiimote. So you oh, could geez. run around and swing this sword yourself. And it was cool in some ways. It just, I don't know. For me, it was probably tone more on that game than anything. But um, yeah. Anyway, I have both. I have finished Twilight Princess. Love Twilight Princess. I just it wasn't like the greatest game ever created. Um, Skyward Sword. I have. I just haven't finished with my daughter. She wanted to play it with me, so we haven't finished it yet. We're still working on it. 
Anyway, that was a quick little follow-up, follow-in, follow-out thing. Follow-up, in-out, something like that. Well, I mine has changed a little bit in the sense that it's dwindled down to like two main games. Um, at this point, I've been playing Dragon Warrior, as we know, and um, I'm still enjoying it. It's just a lot of grinding, so it takes me a while to get to where I'm needed. I'm about... I'm about halfway at this point um, just because it literally there's parts where you're supposed to just level up and it takes a long time <laughs> to do that uh, just because there's so many the, – and the, the way I explain it is that you have – once you get to a certain point and you've used up all your magic and everything you and your herbs or anything, you have to go all the way back to this one place to do a specific thing to get all your magic back. <laughs> and it just – it takes a long time because <laughs> then you also fight people halfway there. It's just – it just takes a while. Um, but I, I still like it because it's got weird quirks to it um, that still resonate in Dragon – quest games dragon warrior games um but uh yeah i still like it um still playing it on the nes so that's been fun playing on the super non-ergonomic um remote um my hands are cramping when i'm playing that (laughs) like a loser so um i'm pretty sure the button mashing too doesn't help uh, trying to get through the dialogue. And then the second thing I've been playing a lot of, which honestly I should have never started because uh, with Ocarina of Time and uh, Majora's Mask coming in, um, I should have waited to play this game, but I like it way too much already. And it's Link's Awakening um, for the ver- DX version, so the Game Boy Color, right? Yes, Game Boy it, Color. Yeah, it was like mostly color. <laughs> yeah. like It was the color one, yeah. <laughs> it's like three shades of color. <laughs> um, and I, it, the reason why I like it so much, and you and I have already talked about this in person, or, well, not in person, but outside of the podcast, and that's because it's very similar to A Link to the Past, which is a very good game. And I really, 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 really liked that game. Um, actually, I think apart from Breath of the Wild and it's my favorite Zelda game I've played, but then again, my list is very small, <laughs> so I am still expanding, <laughs> and it will significantly change as I uh, get to the next ones. But yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I am done with the first dungeon. I'm on the Swamp Dungeon, so the level two, I think it is. Um, I can't remember yeah, the, the name of one. it. Yeah, the second one. I have my uh, little Chompy Chomp dude, and that's so fun. Um, I feel like it's a little OP, but maybe that'll change later on um but it's just funny and quirky and super weird i will be buying the switch version eventually when it's not like that price range would probably have to be like within the 15 to 30 range depending on how i'm feeling that day um i will get just because of it looks awesome (laughs) um and i think they've added a few things to it uh but yeah i i i really like this game i was not expecting it to be this good I really wasn't. Some people love it as the best Zelda because of how quirky it is and how weird it is and how many different little added yeah. um, callbacks to other franchises like Mario like, are in there. There's many quests. Like I would never have thought that. I don't know. I feel like I didn't see that in A Link to the Past as much. Yeah, I, I, uh, I remember any. just feeling so impressed that they fit that into my hand. Yeah. Like it's a full Zelda game in my hand. So, yeah. I yeah, and it's fully really Zelda. It's not like just like a little uh, 
what do they call it? a light version of Zelda. It's a full on dungeon yeah, crawling. No. Yeah, the know, dungeons dungeon. are pretty big. Yeah, going it's got it's all like the it literally puzzles. feels like uh, Zelda: a Link to the Past. So, yeah, it's great. Anyways, I love that game. That's what I've been playing and what you have been playing. Um, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened, Josh, since we've last talked. Yeah, there has. There uh, has been stuff. A lot that of stuff. Happened. Meaning the Nintendo Direct Mini was right. I was right. My sources, as in other people's sources, and I just nosy and read online. <laughs> Uh, we're right about <laughs> M- Nintendo's Mini Direct well, happening on Wednesday. Or, well, yeah, Wednesday, okay. Sorry, Monday. That makes sense. Uh, but to be quite honest with you, it was a pretty much a snooze fest for me because <laughs> none of the games I saw there looked anything interesting um, other than some more stuff about the Cadence of a Rule or whatever that game is that I haven't ever played. And that was the first time I've ever seen uh, gameplay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Even though it's been out for who knows how long, but did you would yeah. did you have any thoughts about the mini direct? Yeah, so I didn't have any thoughts about the direct necessarily. Other than I feel like the minis are always kind of um, lesser. <laughs> That's why they call them minis, but still, it seems like there should be something interesting. In yeah, the I, did. I don't know. There, there was a lot of games that a lot of people, other people, must have been excited about. I, I'm sure. Yeah, but none of them were as exciting as I. I was expecting the way people were hyping it up was that it was going to be some not not necessarily some sort of hardware announcement, but like we were going to get some update about uh, another game, or we were going to get some um, new exclusives or new um, world premiere games. But we didn't <laughs> we didn't really get much that was exciting to me. So I was kind of like bummed, and it was seven minutes, and for some reason it went on earlier, like. It was supposed. To, oh, weird! It was supposed to show at uh, was it ten o'clock our time, maybe or maybe it was eleven o'clock. I don't remember a specific time, but when I went to jump on to watch it, it it was already done. I'm like, wait, wait. but people. But then there were still people Twitch streaming it, so I was really confused. I'm like, wait a second, strange. So I think Nintendo uploaded the mini direct already, and then was streaming, but I couldn't. Fi- it was just frustrating. But yeah, it was disappointing. Um, to see it's nothing um the one thing i did want to make a comment on was the crypt of the necrodancer which is really you were talking about cadence of hyrule right which, which is, is the version of the yeah yeah um i personally didn't enjoy crypt of the necrodancer i mean it's it's kind of nuanced and interesting but then after 30 seconds i was like yeah i get it <laughs> and zelda <laughs> we bought it on the switch um my daughter and i were playing it and we're like yeah I mean, sure. <laughs> it's a roguelike, so I I always lose interest. Yeah, really quick on I'm starting to get so. too old man, and not like really yeah. like them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and it looks really cool. That was the part that um, yeah. Cadence of Hyrule to me looks awesome, right. and so does really Crypt of the Necrodancer. I like the whole look and feel. It just it got repetitive and just really like I was like, ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm good. It's like it's like <laughs> mediocre, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, but then there's another snooze fest that happened. <laughs> I feel like we're trolling a lot of people right now. Um, and it's mainly just me. <laughs> uh, but we also had it's the, been a trolling episode. <laughs> it's the trolling episode, yes. Troll City. Um, there was the Xbox showcase. Um, and this, I was already lukewarm about it because I have like this mixed feeling with Halo Infinite that... 
I don't really, I think it was just mainly due to the fact that Halo 5 campaign was literally a dumpster fire then poured into I, hot yeah, acid. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about this because um, I remember, hmm, hmm, I wanted to ask you about this because I, I think I encouraged you to get an Xbox when you were talking about it and talking getting one. Yes, you did. Um, 100%. After, I, yeah. And because of Halo, you love Halo. I love Halo. Love it. Yeah, I absolutely do. You love it. So I'm super interested to unpack why you're not interested in Infinite. So I think part of it was um, realizing that this could be the last Halo. <laughs> um, that's their that's not what they said out, out front. But um, to me, it seems like I'm really having a hard time understanding what where they can go from here. I mean, they've recycled characters and... And plots. I mean, other people do it all the time. Zelda does it all the time. Like the Zelda series does recycling of things, and so does every so is everywhere else. But this is a, a series near and dear to my heart, and it's getting uh, old um, for me. And I'm losing interest in. Now I don't want to say I'm losing interest in shooting game like shoot 'em ups and you know first person shooters because I still enjoy them to a certain degree. But uh, this is something that. After going through the campaign with Halo 5, I, I kind of shrugged it off because it was terrible. And now that same studio group is uh, trying to redeem themselves in this. And they were they had kind of a hiccup with Halo Custom, the Halo uh, Master Chief Collection coming to PC. Uh, I'm just kind of like lukewarm about the whole thing. And after seeing the gameplay, which was supposed to be you know, next generation. Wow. Look at all this. And it was just like me playing Xbox (laughs) one right now. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, it just doesn't, it didn't seem excited. I was like, I saw the new guns. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably still going to buy it. I'm still going to play it. I just won't buy an Xbox series X to play because they're still going to launch this out. And they, unless they've changed their mind on uh, current generation, and judging by how it played and looked, granted it was still 60 frames per second, or 60, uh, yeah, it was full at 60. It still looked pretty, uh, the, the details looked pretty bad. I mean, there's a meme now going with the freaking uh, brute face <laughs> um, that they had it was like a close-up of the brute face when you punch it, when they punched it in the gameplay. They, someone took a, a screenshot, and now it's a meme of just bad <laughs> graphics. I didn't see that. It's so funny. <laughs> I'll have to mark that for you or send it to you for one point, but at one point, but yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of sad, but I, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's an interesting perspective because you were a huge fan. Yeah. Still am. Halo. I still love yeah. Halo. It's yeah. just, this game doesn't seem as exciting as I thought it would be like all that hype, uh, all that hype coming up to it. I was like, okay, yeah, it's a new Halo. Cool. I'm going to be able to play it. And then I saw, I think it. a couple things are at play here and, um, I think both companies, both, all companies, yeah. <laughs> all game companies right now, I think, are tackling this next gen and having to, they're having to step over a hurdle, which is the fact that fidelity is no can no longer be the reason to buy a game. It just yeah. can't because not only, not only can you not guarantee that you are showing your game on a 4K device with you know, X frames per second, 
um, or or X refresh rate, I should say. So people really are only going to see it in HD anyway. And then on top of that, um, HD really, I don't. It's not a huge, huge difference between 4K You're and playing, HD. So yeah, it, like. <laughs> so to your point, when they did the Halo thing and they're doing like the slow turn, so you could really take it in. I'm like. Neat story, guys. Yeah. It looks the same. It looks, like yeah. there's nothing. Well, even, what, what am I supposed to be wowed by right even, now? Is this? Yeah. It, it looks. There's the sky. Good job. There's. Well, the here's sky. the thing too. It's oh, like even there's a guy. What set me yep, back? He looks the same. What set me back right away? Right away, was that scene where they're coming in on the pelican or whatever. I'm assuming it's pelican, um, for what it looked like, and he's crashing. And I was like, this is Halo, the first game all over again. You're crashing onto a ring. He survives though. The pilot does. Then you're you're leaving to go like f- destroy these uh, cannons or these the A guns, yeah, yeah which same y- same thing which is basically the same thing that you're doing in the in the first one except it's I can say that now because I yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so like uh, like my head's just wrapping around and going okay fine and then long behold here's the brutes again they're back they're oh that's the thing is like I, I guess I don't know or whatever. I, I, I am trying to be careful because I've never been a fan of the game. No. And the reason for it is mostly just personal preference. You know, I don't like the look and feel and whatever. Right. And this was just more of the same. Yeah. And it, and so f- even for like a fan, I could say or I could see where it would be repetitive or yeah. not interesting. And then it felt very cheap to me oh, that just I have the whole I, the whole new piece to it was a grab. Yes, hook. right I'm there. Like, Doom Eternal just did this like in better not even that <laughs> so, it was like why are you doing this that's felt like just a complete blatant rip yeah. off as like we need something new put it in quick it, it, as soon as i saw <laughs> that that the, i think that might be the most thing the the number one thing that put me off was because i'm like this is just cause like, all of a sudden like i play i'm playing a just cause game where i get these big guns i get to blow up big things oh i forgot that game it was super grappling yes and so and then and then he takes the fuel cell and throws it at like at the grunt or the brute or the i don't remember but he like while that seems pretty cool i guess you could pick up things from now that you couldn't before like it just it just felt cheap like not cheap but just like why like why is that needed why do you need to throw something you have these guns in your hand i mean yeah you're a super well, soldier i mean they're trying to do the like you're super cool guy yeah and i and that's right i get it awesome. i get it but yeah. like it it yeah. just that was it was already too much with the grappling hook um <laughs> like, that, that was enough and the gun, new guns i'm excited because i like to see that they do a really good job of creating new guns and making it different because those guns get old very quickly and yeah. it's always good to do a refresh. And then there's always like the, the loophole of trying to figure out how to work this into the lore, which we're not going to get into, but it's just, it did, it didn't make me excited. So I'm still going to buy it. The Let's just be upfront. I'm still going to buy it. If it, if it comes up to <laughs> Xbox, like I'm not, not going to well, buy yeah, it. And it's also going to be on the PC. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, so at this point, and then I didn't, unfortunately didn't see anything get to see anything about xcloud yeah so. yeah i i watched the rest most of it i the only part i didn't see was fable which probably would have been the best well part it was the just a trailer i don't think there was anything else about it yeah which is cool i will i will admit i loved fable but did you i never even played it it was fun i mean full, it was a good full game. disclosure right it just it, you know by the time i was ready to play it i had read so much about it in magazines and then oh, yeah <laughs> 
I I read all the things about the jerk who made it, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to play this game. <laughs> yeah, it, it. I mean, it was. He's so full of himself. I'm like, yeah. I. You know what? I I'm good. I played, I'm not gonna give you money. <laughs> I think I played the second one more than I played the first one. So. But yeah, that's that. But yeah. uh, I came away from that thing feeling feeling disappointed because I was really hoping that Xbox would try to win me back. But because or they make me feel like I have to have one. And the, this is the note I put in here for us tonight on this thing was that I wanted to kind of um, try to cut my own bias and right, say, yeah. you know, I definitely am biased. I definitely got way more excited about the PlayStation event. And I know that was because I love their games already. Right, yeah. And I feel like buying a PlayStation has that baked in. And they already showed one, Horizon, that is going to make me buy it. Um, and so, and I already know going into the Xbox thing yesterday, I was trying to be super open-minded because I know for a fact they don't have any games yeah. that just excite me. Yeah. Like, even seeing the last generation, I've been like, yeah, no, I'm good. Even Gears, like Gears used to be the driver for me. Yeah, and we I haven't just, even I'm, finished I'm five yet. Yeah. Like, I have no drive to so, go back and play that game. I was trying to be open-minded, and I was really hoping to just be like, whoa, man, look at this. And they've been touting how amazing their console is, and it's like, okay, you're going to show me something. And I feel like they were even coming off of a like their back heel with you know seeing the PlayStation yeah. event and being able to really respond. And I don't know. I, I got really excited about the PlayStation event yeah. and maybe I shouldn't have and definitely had some bias in there because I love PlayStation, but I I felt, I don't know. This felt really businessy to me. This whole um, announcement showcase felt very much like, look guys, we have games. Yeah. Okay. Here are the games. We have them. There are games. Yeah, I'm pe- and I'm like, okay, but I'm not seeing anything that's like, Holy crap! I'm seeing stuff that's like, yeah, those are games, which is crazy because like <laughs> Xbox is, and I feel like we're talking probably on t- this is going to be almost the same amount of time that we spend on this and it's the topic, <laughs> but the the Xbox Microsoft has been, in my opinion, and you can disagree, that's fine, has been on top of things this entire battle so far, at least up until just recently. Yeah, up until they started talking about games, right? Up until they started showing because they're like, here's like, the hardware. They have been better. Than PlayStation in talking about it, hardware, in talking about their services, exactly, and talking about their hardware, they have been on it, and that's why I was disappointed because you're going to show me where you're putting your money and your mouth. Yes, <laughs> and and it's just not not anything. Yeah, better. I think it's it, just it, it's it, fine. They started to screw up when they had um, that the more, the most recent uh, display of the games when oh, none yeah, of it was, was actual gameplay, and I knew. I knew something was up. I'm like, mother, this isn't going to go well. Yeah. And it just has yeah. trickled down from there, which is a bummer. And now I, I, I'm going to be quite honest with you, and this is totally okay. I haven't touched my Xbox in – it officially has been more than a month and a half since I've turned that thing on. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. – and it's I've literally been playing – and again, it's the time, I'm sure, like circumstances now – I. And but I've been literally putting all my hours into what I can of the Switch without my freaking Joy Cons, and and the, anything else. Like I haven't been playing my Xbox, and I I know for a fact I will not be getting the Series X. Maybe later, maybe like well, way later. Yeah. But I'm for sure more. I'm more convinced now more than ever that it may be the right time to get a PS5. Not now. I'm saying like to get a PS5 instead, um, mid generation or whatever, like two years from the launch. Because 
I don't know. I just I feel like I need to shift. Yeah. And get a new yeah a I, new taste. It, yeah, yeah. The thing is, and I was talking to somebody today at work about it, and um, they made some good points. You know, they have the services. They oh, have yeah. the backing. Totally. You can play it on anything you want. Exactly. One hundred percent. It's the better platform in a lot it of ways. Should from be. what they're yeah. telling us, and this is the thing: is we don't really know because. Sony hasn't really said much about it. And then on top of it, we haven't seen it. So yeah, you telling all. me <laughs> sounds like it's going to be the better platform, right? Yeah. But the thing is, I don't go to game companies or game systems because it's a better platform. I go to them because they're better games. I play the games. The point, I want right? the yeah. games. I mean, Nintendo is the better example of this. Nintendo makes missteps all the time. Literally every day. All the time. <laughs> and literally every day. I mean, they have the worst online presence ever. Yes. And so I love playing Nintendo games because they're great games. And I will buy those consoles, especially for my kids, because they're great games. They're awesome. Like, it doesn't matter that the platform is trash. It matters <laughs> that the games are awesome. So if you don't have the games, I don't care yeah. how good your platform is. It's not going to make me buy your console or buy your platform. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm going to get off my soapbox because this is not the topic today. No. But still, I, I was disappointed. I was really hoping they would be, like, you know, heavy out the gate with it. And, and again, we can't make any predictions or God, no. say one way or the other right now for either, no. really. Either have really shown us very little. Um, and until we see the actual launch, who knows? And yeah. I'm not one to really believe that the launch will guide how the generation no, goes, I, but not. as somebody else pointed out to me today, it's a very strong pointer to how it goes. So uh, here's hoping, you know. Yeah, fingers crossed. Here is so, here is hoping. Yeah. I I I did. I, I think you caught on to this, but they officially or not officially, uh, Ubisoft if, w- basically let let it out saying the the next gen games are more than likely to be seventy dollars. And that's like oh, I've already seen that. I wanted to talk about that at some point in the cast. That, like, that's like a <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be rough. And and I've been listening to podcasts, and they're like, you know, it's time, and it's probably a good thing, what? and I I could handle it, and I can't, no, I can't handle that. Like I have a hard time stomaching the sixty dollars games right now. It's not even sixty dollars, Josh. And it's sixty three dollars and like fifty something cents, depending on sales tax. <laughs> okay, okay, easy, Grandpa. But still, like the thing is that like sixty bucks for a game, I understand. Like you have. Two, three hundred people now working on games, and they're making and yeah, barely making. Yeah, you get meet. the margins in there. Yeah, and they're being overworked. The industry is in a really crappy position right now. I mean, the people who make these games are being treated poorly. Uh, we got scandal coming out after scandal coming out. Yeah, literally alongside all that, and including Ubisoft. <laughs> like, yeah, they're scraping by, and yet somehow I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say I don't have any sympathy because I have sympathy for the people who yes, work absolutely. I don't have sympathy for the game companies who structured it this yes. way. And so like if it's that if it's not making you money, make different games. Yeah. <laughs> and and if that's terrible to say, I don't know. I I I just I don't need another open world game because you crunched your your people working at your industry. Yes. Like just make a focused game and make it good. And commit to and it. And I know it's I'm making it sound way too easy because it's not. But for goodness sake, it doesn't have to be this way. You can no. structure it a different way. Exactly. So I don't know. Now I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. You know, I don't know. Let, I, think this, it's I think this is a good time then to, to take a break, <laughs> to cool down. Yeah, let's take a and break. Talk about, <laughs> and talk about our topic, which I guess could maybe maybe get the same sort of excitement. Who knows? Um, but yeah, let's take knows? a break and we'll be right back. <laughs>
Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. We are back. From the break. We are here. Long break. Gathered. No, okay, I'm not doing that again. No, uh, <laughs> no more. We're not allowed to say that anymore. Uh, this topic is an interesting topic and I think actually bodes well with sort of what we were just speaking about. Um, but, uh, there are a lot of games that we reference that we're like, Oh yeah. man. Yes. Th- that game was so fun when we played back in the day and we played it on our, or how about our list that we always say the same games and how awesome they exactly. are over and over again, every episode. Right. But, <laughs> but there's some games that you and I have played in our youth or continued youth um that don't really hold up in nowadays like if you go back to play them to like re relive those memories you get in you go whoa hold up this this doesn't feel right or man i really thought this looked better back when i was a kid (laughs) we had this on the podcast didn't we happen yes (laughs) crisis core yeah crisis core yeah we just had that (laughs) um yeah that was pretty bad but it, it, and it sparked the idea of like, why don't we think back, let's think of the games that we played or maybe people told us about, and then we went to go play it and realized, holy crap, this is, this is absolutely trash or wow, these graphics did not, do not work well in, in today's age. Um, and there are plenty, there are quite a few, and I feel bad because I feel like <laughs> a lot of them are on PlayStation. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them are Paul. Poly- polygonal (laughs) yeah which is funny because at the time that was a huge thing i mean that was oh yeah Yeah, well that was the beginning of 3d that was the 3d yeah the segue into sonic adventure eventually which would be the worst sonic game uh sonic adventure was wonderful i'm kidding i've really obsessed sonic battles so i think that's (laughs) the one i played oh okay yeah that's that the one on the gamecube yes right Sonic Venture Battle Two, whatever the heck yes. the naming was. Anyways, so we have a list. Uh, judging, yeah, we're gonna talk about the games that didn't hold up. One of the one, we're gonna talk about something negative. Yeah, us. we're gonna talk about something that is negative. Yeah, exactly. Take that, you. That's what I want. I want. We always, you know, we're always like, "Woo, this is great. This is the oh, best game in the world." Game. Yeah. This time, I want to go. No, this isn't. Mm-mm. So no. I want you to start because your list is hilarious. Because. <laughs> Uh, well, and I also want to take issue with some of you. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> There's one particular I saved for you. There's three. Oh, no. <laughs> three on oh, your yes, list I do that see I'm it like, now. no. What? I do see it now, yeah. <laughs> I I was more focused on the, the very bottom because <laughs> it's so yes. true. Um, but, yeah, so why don't you fire off okay. 
Do you want me to go through the whole list, or should we just go one back and forth? Let's. Why don't we do what like do two at a time? This, this is the best way to do things where we figure stuff out on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, we'll do it live. Why don't you? Why don't we just do like two? All right, at I'll time. start. I'll start off with one. Yeah. Okay, I'll that's fine. That's one. And this is this is actually how I came up with this list. Is this game? This set of games. Um, I was thinking back. Uh, actually, pretty recently, I have enjoyed. You know, in the last couple of years enjoyed one or two of the uh remade rebooted tomb raider games and man they are so good but boy oh boy <laughs> the old games just don't no. hold up <laughs> yeah they just and you know both for uh, uh graphics reasons oh totally yeah. yeah yeah i mean pointy boobs anybody cones <laughs> and also for political reasons like wow what an expletive game yes <laughs> expletive that's not the right word i exploits her so much oh, yeah. and of course I was a teenager at the time. We were into that idea, and it was okay. But today we've learned it's not okay, and that's not okay. We shouldn't have games like that. Right. And I agree. It's it's not it's not good. It's just not good. And I applaud, and of course I'm not blanking on the studio that created the reboot for Tomb Raider. I applaud them because they remade her into a full person where Human. her assets aren't what are parts of her body you know like it's actually a person a human being a normal, with a mind yeah. and a conscience and uh, a backstory <laughs> yeah. and she's treated as a person not an object and the old games absolutely treated her like an object so the, so it's it's political <laughs> and then the graphics are are really rough now to take in and uh, deal yeah, with yeah, yeah. and then on top of it the gameplay is rough um aiming at the is time terrible yeah and at the time it was cool and it still it still can be in some ways if you play through them like they're very lonesome games which is neat like you never see anybody until very specific points of the games and the stories are terrible yeah. but um very lonesome but because the graphics are so bad now it's like this just i don't even want the camera this, angles so. are even worse like, yeah, it's that, rough. And so that's the bad. other part of it. It's like the controls were like groundbreaking at the yeah, time. No. They are not, they are not. groundbreaking. No. They're terrible. I, so. I remember watching somebody play it on on Twitch like within the last six months. Why they were playing it? <laughs> they must. The original one? The first yeah, one? Yeah, they must have been under the influence of some sort. But uh, <laughs> the first one's the worst of the bunch yeah, for sure. It, it was. Literally, her breasts are just triangles. It was so bad, and they they yeah. were running around in circles. There's a the one particular. It's the very beginning where you're going through the mansion, and you're like going through all the secret places and yeah. all like the meat yeah. locker room. I'm trying to remember like the specific rooms, and just seeing like the hanging meat <laughs> coming from the ceiling of the pigs or whatever they were, and they were just like blocks. I'm like, what in the <laughs> world? Well, they couldn't even get her ponytail in in the first game because it just couldn't handle it. Oh, my it. God. It wasn't until the second game, which was a huge uh, improvement and innovation, yeah. that they put her t- ponytail into the game. And, um, yeah, stupid. Stupid, stupid. I mean, it was great at the time. but And I, I like where it sp- sparked a new franchise that's amazing. But, um, yeah, it was. It's you can't go back to them. It's terrible. Uh, the last thing I will say, just real quick, I played the first game on Sega Saturn. Whoa. I didn't have a PlayStation at the time. I had Sega Saturn. So Controversy. It was even worse. Yeah, even worse. So, um, 
my all right your turn yeah my turn um i'm trying to decide which one's gonna take you off the most um i uh the the other day actually we'll talk about one that's relevant to me um halo so the original halo um and we're talking about halo combat evolved not the remaster or the uh uh, whatever the uh, edition anniversary edition this is strictly the first first original halo um going back and i think the real kicker was when you and i were when i was watching you play it for the first time (laughs) and we were switching back and forth between the graphics and while the anniversary did a really good job of shoring up a lot of great or resolving some of these uh pain points of the graph like just clearly that was at the time great but those graphics are just atrocious i thought to myself wow i remember it looking a lot better (laughs) or wow i don't remember the characters looking so stiff and the animations being so (laughs) rough and man i don't remember this and so that that sparked me to make sure i added this to the list as soon as we came up with this idea i had to add it um it it it's in itself if you if you play the campaign, I'm sure you can get by. And there are people who still play multiplayer. Like they have built um, private servers for people to play this game on those private servers. And why you would want to do that, I don't know. Um, because the the thing that happened the most with this game was the latency <laughs> and uh, the drop of frame rates and over just because of uh, whoever was hosting. Because it would do the thing where it would pick you as the host, if you had the best connection, you would host for everybody, but then you would have, you know, bandwidth issues possibly depending on how it worked out. (laughs) So yeah, it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't work well. If you look at some of the shaders and the, in the textures, it's just basically pixels painted on the ground. (laughs) Um, And then there's like little bits of grass that pump. (laughs) It's just, it's bad. It's bad. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I don't know why I thought it was so I think good. there's been too many Halo games at this point that, especially in high definition, that are way better and that it's like, yeah, that's yeah, a hard one to go back to. Though the remaster is awesome oh, yeah, totally. looking. They did a great music job Music and everything. That, so. The music still is pretty good in the first one, but um, music usually transcends time. So, like, it doesn't matter. It's it's good whenever. Um, so, yeah, that's my, my pick. Um why don't we do this? Why don't I pick another one and then you go do that and we go back for it? It's like a draft. All right. Cool. Because the next one is, I don't know if you, you, we've ever talked about this game. Did you ever play Driver and Driver 2? Yeah. I didn't own them, but I went to my oh cousin's my house and we played them. Talk about, yeah. like, if GTA <laughs> was... It was like a GTA Lite. It was a GTA Lite. And at the time it was pretty cool because I could only play that game. And then Driver 2 added, like, you can actually have guns and stuff like that, or like, if I remember. But it, it wasn't even – the people were – it was just bad. But anyways, I remember when that game came out, I was like, this is so cool. I'm playing Gran Turismo in – I can get out my – I can drive these, these cars. Like, cops are chasing me. This is so cool. I uh, just happened to fall on – as I was looking through a collection, uh, like uh, adding to the wish list and whatnot, I was like, "Oh, I remember playing this game. I gotta see what it's like. Are there people playing this? Or like, I I, I want to like look at some of the videos of it." And oh, God, it's like it's almost worse than uh, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, it's so bad. 
I was waiting for your reaction, but I didn't get one. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to just hold back. <laughs> I'm kidding, kind of <laughs> slightly. But yeah, it, it's bad. I mean, the smoke when you would drive, it was uh, a haze. It was more like a haze of shadow, <laughs> and you can see it on the ground as a shadow, but like where it should be in the game, it wasn't there. It's just weird. Um, but yeah, that game is something that I I would find in an arcade like i feel like the, it looks like a game that you could play in the arcade right now um but the kids would walk by and be like dad what's that what's that ancient piece of technology is that pong and then you would just shake your head so yeah it's bad it's really bad it was <laughs> it was already kind of okay at the time now that i think about it it wasn't even that good and now it's terrible <laughs> god oh man memories driver you have good memories of driver no, I just remember going over and playing it a bunch, and and yeah, we loved it. But it was looking back, it's not great. No, it wasn't. It wasn't good. It was okay. It was mediocre at the time. It was just cool that you could drive these old muscle cars and stuff like that. And there was some sort of campaign storyline that I don't have any yeah. idea about. Yeah, I mean, my cousins were uh, how do I... so my cousins the first game system they were ever allowed to buy was the PlayStation. And the only reason they were allowed to buy it was because it was a Sony product. So, and then they were restricted from buying specific kinds of games. And was it um, because the devil was going to play with their minds? I, you know, I don't really know, you know, so Mm. I just, I just work here. I love, but anyway, uh, so (laughs) they, they did buy driver and they played a lot of driver. Um, they played a lot of car games. Let's say that. (laughs) It wasn't until later that they actually played, you know, more shooters and stuff. Gotcha. It had to be broken in at their house first. So. Anyway. Yeah, but my parents gave up really really quick on that. So. Yeah. Uh, playing M-rated games at, like, age eight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they didn't know. <laughs> so, Mom, it's M for man. I don't know. Massively awesome. Ma- yeah. Massively awesome. <laughs> or I would just get my uncle to buy them. That was the other way. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Yeah, I was yeah. I was smart. I, I knew my way around the on the ring. So, um, yeah. So, what about you? What's hit me up with one? I I have a whole list here. So I and I feel like we're getting long. Okay, let's just start firing them through. Then go ahead. Well, yeah. So I'll I'll go quick on one here. Uh, Resident Evil. You know, like to woof. I, even even Resident Evil Two. They just and I'm talking the PlayStation. Yeah, the one, zombies Resident are Evil. pretty rough in those. You know. Oh, and they're also racist. And it's not so. just about the look. The look, you know, had a certain look. All PlayStation games were very uh, PlayStation-y. They looked all very Polygon-ish. Yeah, very Polygon-ish. Polygon-esque. But aside from the look, I mean, I just don't buy that a chair is in the hallway, so I can't pass it anymore. Yeah. You know, like, I just can't get past the, like, I've got a shotgun slung over my shoulder, and I can't get through this wooden door that's locked. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's that... The gameplay itself. I think itself. at the time, the suspension of disbelief could be higher because we just, games were still very abstract. We're past that now. We're way past abstract games and, or at least less abstract games are being made now. <laughs> or yeah. or at least games that are supposed to be somewhat realistic or look realistic are expected also then to play by the rules of physics and it just doesn't, yeah, just doesn't hold up. Just doesn't hold up. Um, the remake, though, is really great. And so they did a great job kind of making it modern um, and making it more believable. So anyway, it's not about believability. It doesn't have to always be about believability. It's just 
This chair, literally, I remember Resident Evil Zero or One, this chair's in the hallway. I can't get past here. And it's like, you can't step over it. You chair. can't blow it up. You What's wrong like with you? Rocket launcher. You can't rocket launcher in the, yeah. those games. Yep. Oh, yeah. my God, so. yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's one of mine. Should I go again, Ben? Yeah, please. The draft style. Please. Draft style. Draft style. Even though, uh, yeah. there's something that people rave about that I missed out growing up, and that is, and because we didn't have a PC growing up um, to play games on, especially or anything, uh, the old gold box D and D games. So, mm. uh, Pool of Radiance. Um, well, I'm trying to think of the other names, but there's there's like four or five of them. They're so hard to even try and play today they are so bad i mean i know a lot of people will have a lot of nostalgia for it and like go back and play it and enjoy it but that's because they played it then and can remember cool memories and stuff if you go back it's just it's really rough to try and play and it does not help you at all and it you start off and it's first person and yet it's just it's 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 just bad. It's, it's hard to even approach those games. I don't games even know what these point, games so. are. I'll have to take a look at yeah, them. Yeah, you should. It's really, really rough to even look at. And everything's all text, and you got to type everything in. Text-based yeah. adventures? No, thank you. Well, and not in the good way. Not, not in the good way, good way yeah. <laughs> What's your uh, next one? So I'll uh, fire through. One of them for sure is GTA 3. Uh, that was a game when it was out, uh, again, had like, what looked and felt like great graphics um and uh, part of it too was the explorability of a semi-open world and i'm using that loosely where you can drive around and you have different islands you get to and to and from um you can pick up hookers like it was just really bad uh and that game really sparked <laughs> gta being like one of the main staples for um most of that my generation for some reason people just really love these games uh and I I thought the that game was a pretty awesome one. The cars were really cool. Like the the, the storyline was fantastic in the sense that it had really good side quests and whatnot. And then I look back at it and it really wasn't. It was just some dude who doesn't talk in a black uh, coat, <laughs> uh, driving around and wreaking havoc with other people. So um, it's definitely not something as dynamic slash. Um, detailed and uh, complex as like the the new gta where they have so many things you can do uh it it just it just doesn't it's not even a fraction of what the new gta is or the most recent gta so and it's crazy to think that gta 3 and then the game after that i mean you have other games like vice city and um san andreas but then you have GTA 4. That that was a huge step. So looking at those, tr- that like trilogy of GTA 3, Vice City, and then this, uh, San Andreas, and then the new one, it, it it's apparent that they were stretching it. So yeah, I I can't I can't even bother looking back at that game. Uh, and then another one, too, is something that I watched somebody play because obviously I'm I jumped onto the retro bandwagon again. And, uh, or not again, just in general, but it was Goldeneye. My God. Oh, you're killing me. No, Josh, think. You're stabbing me. Think of it. If you look back at playing that game, and to be fair, a lot of N64 games kind of have this look. I mean, the most of them do, I guess. Um, 
if you play the game the joystick the middle joystick is like how you're aiming uh, the controls behind it didn't make sense and i haven't touched an n64 controller it completely makes sense no it it, it doesn't <laughs> i feel like it's just a one i don't know it's not the same where we have the dual analog and you can go around and go uh which is the right way to do it um so but for me it was the graphics like uh, despite whatever you may disagree or agree about the gameplay um the graphics are are rough and it's really a shame because there are games that came out at that time that were very much more different and more complex in the details that they added so i was really shocked by that i didn't realize that at the time because well i mean that's just the n64 yeah but like the i mean you had the playstation games that were coming out that were pretty advanced and the n64 had certain things that were like advanced but also i mean it just didn't yeah yeah. like donkey kong country or it's not country sorry donkey kong 64 and like super mario 64 they looked better than that no, Donkey Kong Country 64, or Donkey Kong 64, not Country, was a really late N64 release, so they were on the top of the oh, game. Oh, yes, that's but true. But then Super Mario 64 was not. Go back and look. It's very rough. Okay, very, I guess I'm rough. wrong. So, yeah. But still, that game really holds up in the play. Like, it's so fun to play still. Like, And I get maybe you can't wrap your brain around it because it's not a dual stick play style. The way it should be. That and, yeah, no, sure. But you have to understand like you just all you do is you move around with the stick and then you sidestep it's so good it's really fast paced you're not aiming like up and down it's like the old doom you're just like firing and moving and firing and it's a lot of fun so a lot of fun a lot a lot a lot of fun we played that game multiplayer like non-stop non-stop yeah thank so. you <laughs> it it looks really rough today though i will give you that for sure and your perfect turn. dark is in that same category of looks really rough <laughs> Yeah. My turn. Uh, yeah. Metroid for NES, <laughs> the original. You know, I didn't necessarily like it when I was a kid because it was so hard. But now, today, it's hard. But it also is missing all of the modern features that one would hope for. Like, you know, being able to save the game or finding some kind of checkpoint where you die and, you know, not having to start over from the beginning. Yeah. Like it's, it's I didn't even game, think about that. So. All most a lot of NES games you can't save. No, it was extra cost to put the battery in. So you know that 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 didn't. that means like every <laughs> NES game should be on this list. <laughs> uh, well, no, no, there were NES games that definitely had saves and batteries for saving, like the original Zelda, right, and Zelda Two. But um, some games didn't, like Metroid. And the way they got around that with Metroid, and I'm using get around that loosely, was you had to write down literally like a 26 or 32 character code in order to save where you were at so and if you got one letter number wrong and you were a kid so you of course did every time uh you wouldn't be able to actually put it in and you wouldn't be able to go back to where you were so you were basically starting over (laughs) now of course then you find out that there are people who were sharing their codes and had already beat the game and gotten everything in the game so you could take those codes pump them into your game and then play the end of the game um but still it's not the same thing it it was a lot of work to try and write that down as a child and then save it. And um, it never worked out for me. So that was the way you save. You write down a giant list of numbers and characters. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Crazy times. Yep. Uh, I'm just going to rattle off the last couple okay. here that I yep. have in our in our waning moments. And then you can do the same. Yep. And I'll take issue with the ones that mm. you are. No, you have no time. Um, 
Super Mario Land for the Game Boy. Wow. Yeah, that's a really rough game to look at today. Ninja Turtles for the NES was so hard. So hard. And even now, you go back and look, and you're like, what, is, what are they doing? What is this? It's so bad. I'm not talking about the arcade game. That was fun. I was I'm talking about the awesome. original. Yeah, the original arcade game was great. But the original Ninja Turtles game, which was like an adventure game with like a top down and then you go into buildings and like it was like a side scroller. Oh, so bad. So, so bad. Uh, the original Assassin's Creed is terrible. <laughs> it was terrible when it came mm-hmm. out and it just does not hold up today. And uh, I, I played it and enjoyed it at the time, but not because it was great, just because it was... Um, new and different in certain ways it was like a tech demo yeah. almost it's almost so, i would yeah. almost say that one two and three are terrible because they're not two was great two is one of the greatest assassin's creed games ever uh three i didn't play because i, I think was it know, three? i heard it was terrible i think maybe i did finish two i don't remember it's been so while at one point i thought i was going to finish all of them and decided no <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know what they're doing with that game mm. anymore they're just naming games that aren't assassin's creed or about assassins yeah, assassin's I'm like, creed I, i'm like point, how so. Just like the most new, most recent one with Valhalla, it's like, how how is this going to intertwine with the whole, like, they have this machine where they go back and, like, how is this going to work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you go back in time, fine, but, like, it has no assassins. So but wait, Josh, cool. they have yeah. those, they have assassins. They're just Vikings. They're just around, They're just around watching you. Or, but you do have some of their materials. You have the, the like, the wrist, you know, the iconic. Yeah, the wrist blade. The wrist blade. Yeah. And you have a hawk or bird that follows yeah. you. So that makes it the so same. That makes it an Assassin's Creed, right? <laughs> I don't know. Troll. I don't know what they're doing. So, uh, and then my last one was Warcraft one and two. Like, of course, they spawned not only the Warcraft three awesome RTS game, but then World of Warcraft. So totally. you have to give them props, but they're so rough to look yeah. at and so hard to play today. I I can't even do it. It's bad. They're bad. That's why they make the remasters and stuff like that. Yeah, but they didn't with Warcraft 2 or, or yeah, 1. that's true. <laughs> they decided to pick the good anyway. one. Like, this one probably has better retail, retail value. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's yours. Mine, uh, what I have left are uh, Diablo, the original one. Oh, which is It's so good, though. Which, it's so good. I get where you're coming from, but when I was trying to play <laughs> it within the last, with recently, because there was one, the free um like web-based version you can do but then also i may or may not have gotten somehow uh, access to a copy of it to play it and um i fired it up and i was like wow this is this is something else (laughs) it's really slow but it is good (laughs) right um another one was tony hawk pro skater so (laughs) man that game was huge yes and there were it was like every year they were coming out with a Tony Hawk And it Hawk was game. awesome because it was Tony Hawk Pro Skater because everyone wanted to be a skater, dude. Everybody. Oh, everybody. Yeah. And yeah. Then my rocket power, man. Woogity, woogity, woogity. Everybody was all about it. It was the 90s, basically. <laughs> it was like straight <laughs> 90s, early 2000s. It was all about BMX and X Craw, whatever the heck it's called. X Games. and, Anyways, um, that game. Extreme. I, I, what'd you say? I said extreme. Extreme, yes, extreme. <laughs> Everything was extreme. Um, I I loved Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and I played a, a boatload of all of them up to Underground, I think. It was the last one I played. Um, and 
I was I had this like kick that I wanted to try and get those Tony Hawk post the Tony Hawk games again because I was like, man, those were so fun. I bet you if we played the original one, how much fun would we have? I bet you we'd have a whole lot of fun. And then somebody again, because now I'm addicted to Twitch, because what else am I gonna do? <laughs> and I was watching somebody play Tony Hawk Pro Skater and went, Wow. Yeah. Man, that's <laughs> not what you that remember. That is not what I remember this. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm like, where's my where's my uh iconic um a song playing in the background and then me like feeling cool as I'm dumping into a half pipe and then I'm like wow this I can't where where is the half pipe this is the half pipe wait am I grinding here (laughs) like I feel like I would have a hard time just trying to figure out how to play it again um and and of course like just the reaction times of things (laughs) never made sense so um they were even kind of iffy at the time so but that's definitely a game that uh no I will wait for the yeah. remaster or remake or whatever is coming out. <laughs> There's supposed to be a new one coming. Yeah, I, I will pop. I'm on, I need to get it and all. He needs money again, so there's a new one coming. <laughs> he still does uh, stuff yeah. all the time. <laughs> he, he does, yeah. He's actually pretty cool from yeah, what I understand. He seems like um, pretty cool. The, the original games, I was doomed not to enjoy because everybody raved about them. My cousins, of course, had them on their PlayStation, and um, I ended up getting a copy for the GameCube. Oh, God. That's the wrong wrong place to play it. Don't play it on the GameCube. It was terrible on the GameCube. They had it for the Game Boy, too. I'm like, what are you doing? I had it. The Game Boy version. Oh, my gosh. I had it for Game Boy, even though I had it for (laughs) PlayStation. I'm like, what the hell is this on here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, what else? Oh, Medal of Honor Frontline. Um, I remember that game being actually all the Medal of Honor that Amen. were from like PlayStation. Rising Sun was really fun, but then again, if you look back, it was pretty bad. Uh, Medal of Honor Frontline I thought was super awesome because one, it was around the same time, um, Saving Private Ryan came out, which exactly had some tie ins into it if you really wanted to get into it. Um, yeah, but I remember this specifically that the D Day mission which is the very first mission was like the most iconic and it was so cool and intense because it was so there was explosions everywhere I'm like stuff dropping there's people blowing up there's this getting shot at yeah i don't i don't think <laughs> that's if you play that again or if you think if you look or watch like videos or youtube i i, I encourage you to youtube a ghost to youtube now i sound like my parents i encourage you to go to youtube <laughs> And type in like D Day, uh, Medal of Honor Frontline, and watch through that scene uh, or that uh, like opening sequence and see how uninteresting the rest of the battlefield looks. And it's just literally what's happening to you is the only excitement. The rest of the battlefield looks like nothing, it's just like empty. Yeah. yeah. And I just remember it being like full of people and, and, and crazy, and I was just imagining it. So. I I want to do a segment on our show at some mm-hmm. point about how we grew up with different games, you mm-hmm. and I. And and I don't mean that between the two of us. I mean, like, from people today growing up with yeah. games. And even during your time, because you were 10 years behind right. me. So when you got into games, it was even better than when I got into mm-hmm. games. But even still, I feel like we grew up and we played these games and we don't remember them or we remember them one way but they actually weren't that way and it's actually that our brains filled in a ton of yes. stuff yes 100 i want to do a segment on the show where we talk about 
that very thing. Just like you're saying with Medal of Honor, like I remember being that being an incredibly exciting, intense right. game. And I go back and look at it, I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah, like, or like, <laughs> I'm like, so where terrible. are all the people? I could have sworn there was like <laughs> 35 people shooting at me. Nothing's actually happening. And it's mostly just sound that's making you imagine yeah. or fill the gaps in for this game. Right. And I feel, especially growing up with the Super Nintendo and Nintendo, I mean, you had to do that. Every game was abstract, and your brain had to fill it in. But I, I got hit hardest with um, the last, realizing that with the last episode, not the last one, the one before the last episode of Triple Click, where they did the breakdown of the music of Final oh, Fantasy VII, and I realized... Excellent how much my brain filled in for Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no way. Yep. <laughs> we need to talk about this on the show at some point. I agree. Uh, imagination is what it's called. Uh, you, yeah. Something that maybe, again, we feel like our parents, kids don't have that anymore. Um, or maybe it was just the time. Uh, and then perfect segue because Final Fantasy VII, even though I never played it. I can't believe this is on your list. It's killing you. But killing I, me. Never, I never played it as a kid, as younger when it came out. But playing through it now, when I was playing through it, the big problem was the dang polygons. Like, I just couldn't get past it. I could not get past that. <laughs> well, see, but the thing is, here's the thing. At the time, people didn't like it. So <laughs> so <laughs> you can't say it doesn't hold up. It just wasn't, in, so it's, I don't know, right. specific style. <laughs> but the thing, like, I, I, can, I can go on about the problems of that game. One of them being the, the mini map or the map that, I could never see anything because it was like translucent. Like it was like transparent. And I don't know if it was because I was playing it on the Switch, but I could never tell where I had to go because everything was just like melded together and I could never find the dots for the towns. Yeah, I think it's probably the Switch. Uh, so maybe that was the Switch version. <laughs> bigger screen might help. I don't know. Well, why would you want to play on that bigger screen? Woof. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it clearly, the graphics is what killed me. And, as a person who just played it for the first time, it was hard to get through because of it. And usually I can, <clears throat> like, I would say I could stomach it for the story, um, which story, by the way, was great, obviously. Um, and I got goosebumps when he started talking about the music and the scene where it's different in the remake. But the scene where you first walk into her house, and I remember that being a pretty crazy thing. It's like, oh, wow, this person... Um, is going to die. <laughs> and this, you're you're learning about her life story, even though it was through text. Like I can't imagine what it was. It's it, the sound of it and everything in the remake is like. It's I would I would be wrecked. I'm sure I'd cry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, but I mean, RPGs always took great pains with their characters. So yeah. that at the time was like okay, it's just another character. Yeah. So there is like <laughs> I said, there is redeeming qualities of this game. It, and then it's mainly in the story and and even the the fighting was pretty interesting um like combat itself but it was just this is a, a problem where i did not appreciate the overlay of like the st- static backgrounds and you crawling oh, through you're killing me it, you're literally stabbing it, me. it just it just i could not i could not uh, appreciate it the same way you did. So. Stabbing me. I'm so sorry. Heart. Oh God. <laughs> and that's it. So I'll stop <laughs> stabbing you. I get the polygons. Like people can't stomach it. And I, I don't understand why, because it's fine to me, but, um, you know, to me, it, it's no different than having teeny tiny sprites on the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a different style, mm-hmm. but yeah, I guess. people can't stand it. So 
Now that we've become, I, I get that. No- but you can't butcher. You can't butcher the great static backgrounds and stuff. Like they were great. They were painted and amazing. Mm. You know, no. I mean, I could take a picture and put it as a background <sighs> and have little characters run through it too. I guess it's called uh, fiction. That's how video games were made up until that point. Even still, yeah. <laughs> many are still made that way. I remember way. Le- Legends of Dragoon being like that. So, oh, a hundred percent was. Don't like that. ruin my childhood. <laughs> okay. Uh, now that we're no longer friends, um, oh, let's talk about uh, off the beaten trail. Uh, I'll go first this time because I think you usually go first for some reason. Uh, luck of the draw maybe um maybe because I, I never have one and then i have to think of one while you're talking but uh it was something that i recently started to play uh even though we're in a pandemic still people hey it's still pandemic uh <laughs> is uh, the jackbox party games and i never had heard I've, I've i heard of them before uh through a podcast i listened to um and then um through friends who fit that group of people who are in the podcast as I'm trying to be nice about it. Uh, AKA, um, um, what's the word? improv enthusiasts, we'll call it. <laughs> and I really enjoyed the like, little mini games for adults, essentially the play. And we were able to, as friends be able to have somebody like host it from their house. And, and you can, have somebody record their tv or have a the screen or a camera towards a tv and we were able to play these little mini games like uh i don't know how to they were just totally random it was a lot of fun and you can get it on the switch apparently i didn't know that's kind of weird but it's like little mini games that you can get adults that's a little better than pictionary and um the same old same old like you know pictionary and and charades and i I don't even want to say cards against humanity because now that's been yeah taboo, taboo now, now. <laughs> even though that's the shtick it's also actually it's taboo. actually taboo <laughs> way to go oh and uh did you totally side note sidebar did you notice that uh do by friday nonchalantly he has been removed as the co-host so no i i haven't listened to that show i was so, the moment that it was announced I, I immediately started wa- looking at the the co-host <laughs> i'm like when's he going when's he going and it was uh, 48 hours so he gone pretty good he he gone. Gone. but yeah it's have you ever played any of these jackbox party games no but i've heard a lot about yeah. them um and especially recently on podcasts and yeah. stuff with the pandemic stuff yeah it's, it's pretty neat i didn't ever i didn't understand why anyone would want to play like board games on the computer like error i thought that's what it was i thought it was like life but on the computer i thought this was dumb but it's not at all so it's it's interesting a lot of them are very witty some of them are um team battles essentially of like you're you create teams against each other and try and get the most points doing whatever it is that it has you doing some of them is like trivia, and I'm I'm pretty good with the, some random trivia, thanks to my mom who literally destroyed us every single game night in Trivia Pursuit, no matter what it was. So I just got tired of losing and just started listening and learning. So <laughs> I'm really good at those trivia games. Thanks, mom. Awesome. That's a good pick. I've heard a lot of good things about the what are they? Jackbox, Jackbox games. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
my gosh i wow. josh i stepped away for a second wow. i i kept thinking about it. you don't know jack you remember those games i don't know no. why i kept thinking about that but I, I think that's like a continuation of those mm-hmm, isn't it maybe i don't know it's idea. The same company that's yeah. a good question anyway yeah so uh i want to check them out because they actually sound like a lot of fun especially over like camera like you guys were doing it there's so a lot of fun we, maybe we should time. try that sometime with we the should, kids except i don't it. know if there's any yeah. good ones for kids yeah, i don't know about the no, kids no. but yeah <laughs> Uh, mine is actually pretty simple and straightforward. It is Lara Croft. This is Go. so cool. I know we've been talking about Tomb Raider. But yeah, it's like um, I actually played it on iOS oh. first, but it's on Steam and it's actually on sale this right now so for $2.50. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a puzzle game, but with Lara Croft as like a, it's like a top down, no, not top down, isometric, like a isometric yeah. style um puzzle game with Lara Croft and you have to try and move her around Dang. in specific spots. It's gorgeous. And um, it looks really cool. Yeah, it's really neat. They actually made a, another game as well um, called Hitman Wait Go, a second. Square which is similar. This? Yeah. Oh, and it's similar, but yeah. it's not as stylized as this. This just looks cool. This doesn't so, look like Square um, at it's all. It's not very long, but it's just a lot of fun puzzles. And uh, it's Lara Croft doing her Lara Croft stuff and not in a gross way. <laughs> So they actually brought this out around the time that they were releasing the reboot of the Lara Croft slash Tomb Raider franchise. So um, it was a neat little like iOS game that they have now brought to all kinds of things. I think it's even on Switch. So um, it's really cool. Check it out again. It's on sale right now for two dollars and fifty cents. So they can't beat that. Can't beat that with a stick. Well, this was uh, quite a long and lengthy episode. (laughs) Um, which is okay i guess we have those from time to time but i truly truly think this time joshua that i am done talking to you oh yeah i'm definitely done talking to you especially after some of those things you call oh i I guess we'll see if we come back next week (laughs) (laughs) oh let's leave them in suspense let's find out okay bye okay bye up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for a dollar 49 perfect with our classic fries price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer ba-da-ba-ba-ba